Hello, you're listening to The Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and today I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Sharia, who's protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael Letter number 23, the Archangel's writing about the power of prayer and the necessity to pray for those who are passing away. After the letter, we'll read through the meditation questions to help us better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Stay tuned on Sundays for new episodes, and be sure to click the follow button to not miss out. Click on the link in the show notes, www.gmdantes.com forward slash the Raphael letters to read the entire letter and follow along. Also, as a reminder, we'll have just finished the illustrations on my first book of Arya's Adventures. It's a chapter book series about a little redhead girl who, through her empathetic powers, can talk to animals and heal people. It's for children ages 7 to 10, but I know full-grown adults who absolutely love the story, and I think it's my best work yet. And if you want to get it for free, sign up for my email list. For the next few weeks, I'll be providing more information for those who want to read entire story for free though this is for a limited time so be sure to click to, to sign up anyways enough with that let's get the letter without further ado let's read refill letter number 23 prayers for the dying most beloved shariel it grieves me to know that sarah will soon be losing her dear grandfather Driving in the middle of the night to see him before he passes must have been very difficult on her heart. I'm glad you wrote me because this is a very pivotal moment for the soul of her grandfather and the well-being of her family. First, as you have mentioned in your letter, there are several people who still harbor feelings of unforgiveness towards him and he towards them. The man's guardian angel is working hard to encourage him to repentance, to ask for forgiveness, and to give it. I know Sarah has many feelings of unforgiveness towards him also. The many times that he spoke harshly to her mother were times of particular difficulty. She holds these things against him, And so she has cut him from her life in a kind of solidarity with her mother, though she remembers his kindness when she was younger, and he showed her in many ways that he treasured her. Help her to remember these moments in her life that she might see what God sees in him, a son of the Father bearing a tarnished image of God, as if he were a brilliant gem or statue covered in dirt, which are his sins. Help Sarah to see the goodness underneath, and help her to see her own sins, and how, if situations were different, Sarah might have made similar choices, and she might still make them if God's grace is not with her. Help her to see that all creatures are beggars before the house of the Father, and none deserve goodness more than another. 
and encourage Sarah to reconcile with him. And if she does, push her further to have her mother reconciled as well. Also, inspire her to pray. This is a very natural response to many Christians in the face of death. So many pray that the person will be saved from death. By such prayers, this sometimes may happen, though I suspect it will not happen this time. The angel of death is at his bed, and is waiting to guide his soul to its end. It is well if Sarah prays for this, but it would be better if she prays for the soul of her grandfather that he repents of his hardened heart. These moments may prove to either harden the hearts of such people further or soften them in preparation for heaven. For as is well understood by all angels, the defining mark, if someone is destined for hell, will be that of a hardened heart. This is what you may perceive in him as a black stone devoid of all light and grace, if the reports of the man's guardian angel are still accurate. If something has changed in him, then you will notice in him light pouring from his soul. This will be a sign of hope for you. Have Sarah pray for a softening of his heart and for the softening of her mother's heart. And if he passes on soon, then encourage her to continue to pray and to have masses said for him. I cannot count the number of souls who remain still in the halls of purgatory, who wait for a single soul to offer up some prayer for them. This is a strange mystery to humans. They think that God can do anything. And so, if he wants someone in hell, they will be in hell. And if he wants someone in heaven, they will be in heaven. This is, of course, a very narrow view of heaven and hell. Such humans do not see the many connections that bind humanity together. They do not see that there is a connection between Sarah and her grandfather, and that God pours out grace through that connection. This is because Christ, when he died on the cross, gave his followers the ability to offer up prayers of their own to make his graces more effective. As the Apostle Paul said, quote, In my body I make up for what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. Colossians 1.24 They become a kind of conduit for his love. This is why Sarah, if she embraces little sufferings out of love for Christ, she can save her grandfather. I envy this ability I wish that I could, as easily as humans, pour out the graces of God into those whom he loves. For this reason, I envy their ability to suffer, 
and offer up that suffering for others. While you and I can mediate some graces through our prayers, the measure of graces that a single human can release for the healing of the world is incomparable. I need only look to devout souls like the Carmelite nun Therese of Lisieux, who saved more souls in her short life on earth than St. Paul did by evangelizing the Roman Empire. Even still, she prays, and is among the most powerful sources of grace for the faithful on earth. In spite of this greatness of hers, nay, because of it, I will persist in my prayers for Sarah along with you. Please send words soon as to her father's well-being. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. I hope you enjoyed this letter titled, The Way of Grief. In it, we learned about the power of prayer and how important it is to pray for those that are dying. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on around us. To help us enter more fully into these letters and the unique themes, I've composed the following meditation questions, which you can find in the show notes. While I encourage you to write down your answers to these questions in a notebook to help you engage in them, I recognize that not everyone has the time or freedom to do that. So if that is the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers. Perhaps say them out loud if you are alone, or repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create a greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week, that we might do what St. Paul encourages us to do. Pray without ceasing. Let's reflect on those questions. What is the spiritual reality that I am now more aware of having read this letter? What is something I wish I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is something I could thank them for? What is a struggle that I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or what sins do I need to repent of? Is there any hardness of, of heart in my heart towards other people? Jesus, please soften this hardened part of my heart and help me to see and love others as you see and love them. Is there something particularly difficult going on in my life right now? Or are there little inconveniences 
that will arrive throughout my day? Do I see these as opportunities to pray for the souls of others? Jesus, accept my suffering as a sacrifice of love for this person that I care for. Who is someone who has died who may be waiting on my prayers? Jesus, I offer up this person to you, along with any suffering of my day. Please bring this person into complete union with you. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us, hear our supplication as we cry to you, that we may always be defended by their protection and rejoice eternally in their company. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, have it this day be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide.